read all the stories about BYU sports no one else has heard. Go to kslsports.com for exclusive columns by BYU insider Mitch Harper. That's kslsports.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is first and 12 right here on KSL News Radio. Also heard on the KSL Sports Zone every Sunday and also via podcast. Anywhere podcasts you uh, love can be found, they are going to be right there. Mitch Harper, Alex Curie. It's a bye week for BYU, which means we didn't have a lot of games to break down, but we certainly had a lot of actual games across the Big 12 to break down. And that's what we're going to do right now. All of it brought to you by the folks at Macy's Happy Shopping. Proud to have them as sponsors of First and 12. Your local grocers who bring you the freshest fruits and vegetables. Macy's Happy Shopping. Let's get into our week ahead and what the schedule looks like for the rest of the Big 12 next week. The week ahead. Matchups that have us the most excited about the week to come in the Big 12. How about this one, Alex? Thursday night, the Dana Holgerson Bowl. (laughs) West Virginia goes to Houston, Uh 5 p.m. on FS1. If there's a game where Houston can rise up, maybe it's this one for their head coach as he goes up against his old team. Well, and not only that, like just based off of what we've seen by the Big 12 the rest of the way, of course, Houston's going to blow out West Virginia, right? Like, just exactly. based off of based off of any of the guesses. I mean, just knowing that we have no clue what's going to happen in a lot of these games, and a Thursday game feels really weird for a Big Twelve matchup. But that be, I mean, Houston's like, no, we do Thursday games. Come on, we do this all the time. West Virginia's like, we haven't done this in a long time. And 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 I'll tell you, this is an interesting game because Dana Holgerson. It's not just about getting back that old team, getting back into his old team that used to be the head coach of. I think it's also like, hey, man, people are not taking me seriously right now. And he's if there's anybody, this other guy, Neil Brown, is supposed to be on the hot seat, but it's me on the hot seat, Dana Holgerson, the secret. So you're hosting one at home. That could be your first Big 12 win in the conference. Boy, they need it. And Houston, uh, it's a game that they really, really need. And it's a Thursday matchup, which is always kind of weird as well. you got a lot of teams who are going to be sitting out uh, they didn't take their buys this week. They're going to do it. This, uh, they're going to do it the upcoming week, and then everybody else who was taking a break is going to be playing again next week. Mitch, we've got quite the slate here. We do. And Saturday morning, it starts with Iowa State at Cincinnati, 10 a.m. FS1. A lot of FS1 games mm. this weekend because MLB playoffs will be taking over network TV. So uh, uh, a lot of the Big 12 action will relegate to FS1. But Cyclones and Bearcats, Cyclones look to keep their win streak going after that big win over TCU. Two uh, rivals or two mascots who are nebulous. No one knows a lot about a Cyclone (laughs) or a Bearcat, but there they are facing off against one another. Kansas and Oklahoma State, this is an interesting one. This is underrated too because they're going to be kicking off around the same time BYU and TCU do, but Kansas and Oklahoma State, that's a game where Mike Gundy could go, and we're just going to absolutely – uh, shock everybody you could see both teams at the end of that game uh, with two losses Oklahoma State could go to four and two Kansas could go to five and two on the year and I wouldn't be a bit surprised because it's in Stillwater and yeah so I was gonna say it's in Stillwater that's that's one of the big piece here because they seem to play better Oklahoma State does unless they're playing USA T- America's team South <laughs> Alabama they seem to play better in Stillwater the nightcap game before we get to BYU uh, Kansas State at Texas Tech 5 p.m. So it's kind of like a, a, a real if, – if either one of these teams are going to be a threat at all in the Big 12 race, this is a must win for both of those teams. Yeah, it feels and, like. and Texas Tech is kind of in that moment right now where they're like, hey, we're finding ourselves a little bit. And Kansas State's licking their wounds, and they're going to Lubbock. 
And so this one is this one you could really see these guys. You talk about our power rankings. If you missed any of them, you can go back and listen to the podcast of our first segment of this hour. But Texas Tech is on the rise, and Kansas State falling the other direction. And really, again, based off of what we've seen the rest of the year, of course, Texas Tech blowing out Kansas State or the other way around. Throw it up in the air. I have no clue. I mean, these are a lot of these teams right now. Look at these records. BYU's out of BYU and Kansas are the only teams with only one loss on Saturday playing. West Virginia's one. West Virginia, BYU, and Kansas all with just one loss right now, just like you planned, right? TCU three and three. Iowa State three and three. Cincinnati's two and three. Oklahoma State's three and two. Kansas State and Texas Tech are both three and two and three and three respectively. I mean, it's absolutely beating each other up uh, across the board in this conference. And frankly, I'm here for all of it. I want to see, I, I want to see just absolute mayhem. Who cares? I mean, are people really going? I want to see a representative from the conference going to the Big Twelve or going to the college football playoff. It's like I don't care. I want to see these teams go at it and fight for who's going to be the top of this league because next year it's not going to be Oklahoma or Texas. So somebody show me what you got here. And uh, this next week is obviously going to be one. To prove that, and TCU hosting BYU is, of course, the big one for us folks here locally. Yeah, one thirty kick. Uh, extended pregame begins at 11 a.m. from Fort Worth on KSL News Radio. TV broadcast will be on ESPN, but the whole call will be here on the legacy home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. And, you know, this is a, a good game. It's a good matchup, a historical conference rival matchup. You know, I was thinking about it, Alex. These teams last played in a conference in 2010. And it just blows me away to think that's been 13 years ago for incoming, you know, freshmen that just, you know, got to Fort Worth or got to Provo this this fall. Uh, they were about five years old when the last time these two teams, Jeez. those students, it just it's been a long time, longer than we think. So maybe the, uh, you know, the older crowd likes respects that rivalry like us, but maybe some of the younger folks don't really appreciate how good of a series that truly was back in the Mountain West days. But I think in this Big 12 era, this has the makings to be a, the beginning of a good matchup too. And and I do think that BYU. This is going to be a critical line of scrimmage game because TCU still has speed, particularly at their linebacker position and in the secondary. Can BYU win in the trenches? And that's going to be a challenge for them. And I think that that's going to be something that I'm really watching closely because BYU wins in the trenches. They can they can beat anyone in this league, not named Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, so I think if they can they can win that battle, <laughs> that's going to give them a great shot to to pull pull off the win here. I was going to say too. You know, I've had this discussion. I actually had a discussion a little bit uh, with a guy who, with a couple of friends who went out to the Kansas game, just as fans. And they said, man, it was awesome. Kansas fans were like, hey, we are so glad you guys are in the Big 12. And so far, it's been a lot of, like, handshaking. And and you uh, you and I both commented, like, it'll be interesting to see how these other teams are like, okay, how are we supposed to treat BYU here? Are they a rival? Are they new? We kind of like them. We kind of hate them. There's all sorts of weird stuff here. Like, we don't really know these guys very well. That is not a question with TCU. TCU is like, oh, no, we have the BYU hate down already. We are fine. We know how – there's a reason why you can't make it to this game, right, if you're a BYU fan. The mm-hmm. secondary market for tickets is going to be difficult because they're actually hunting down season ticket holders for trying to get rid of their tickets to sell to BYU fans. They will make sure that those guys get punished. They'll be punitive to people who are giving their tickets to BYU fans or selling their tickets to BYU fans. That's how little they want to see BYU blue in the stands down in Fort Worth. 
Yeah, because the secondary market is the the prices are getting pretty cheap too, and and I did look into this. Uh, SeatGeek apparently is the one area where there's a little bit of a loophole. So if BYU fans want to hit SeatGeek up, uh, that's are kind of the secondary. You're getting paid by SeatGeek now. You getting a Ram truck from no, SeatGeek? I, I know, but I just like hey, just just a pro tip there, uh, Cougar fans. That's the that's the spot if you want to be uh, showing that you blue down in Fort Worth. You know they're oh, hitting you, it up. You know there because the tickets are as low as twenty bucks now. Now. And Cougar fans, they are going to fill the stands. And, you know, I think it's just going to be a fun match. Because I remember back in the day, too, remember when Gary Patterson oh, yeah. put BYU uh, helmets on the tackling dummies yep. leading up to that 2008 game? It was intense. I mean, it was – you can really point to, you know, TCU's ascent in college football at the moments where they – took down BYU, yep. and then they had those heated battles with Utah. I mean, that was, that was some great football during that stretch, and to see that back is, is awesome. I think both you and I, we're, we're really excited to see this series continue because, man, this, this has been something that's been missing, too, for BYU is just playing a game against not a traditional in-state foe, but there's a series that has some juice to it because BYU hasn't had this yeah. in more than a decade. And and even Sonny Dykes at Big 12 Media Day said, man, I have a lot of respect for BYU. Like, both of these programs have similar uh, program arcs where they were these underdogs and they defied the odds and they've relied on, on good offenses but also have had some really strong defenses. I mean, those TCU defenses with Gary Patterson were outstanding back in the day with Jerry Hughes. Yeah. And, man, they were good. So I, I just I, I love this matchup from a historical kind of nostalgic perspective, but I think the on-field product's going to be pretty fun too. This is where the meme of Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger coming together <laughs> with, the, uh, with the two hands. BYU and Utah fans going, here's our hate for TCU. <laughs> it's the one thing we can get together on for this one. All right, Mitch, uh, you and I, We'll also perform that same meme right now and end the program. So uh, another another first and 12 in the books, man. Uh, this is fun. It's going to be even more fun. You're going to be down in Fort Worth. I'll be doing the pregame right here from uh, the KSL Sports Zone Studios in Salt Lake. Uh, extended pregame from you and Matt Biamonte as well. Everything is covered across the world of KSL Sports. So join us then. Download the podcast, First and 12, wherever it's found. For Mitch Harper, I'm Alex Curie. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back again for another edition of First and 12 next week, and we'll see you then.